<laughs> Are you not going? Uh, no, no. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm uh, I'm not too keen on travel for a little while longer here. Well, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Do me a favor. Count to five for me, so I can set me a level. One, two, three, four, five. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Get to my stopwatch here. Here we go. Ron Syrak covers the game for LPGA.com, also writes for the USGA and for his website, ronsyrak.com. It's always a pleasure to welcome Ron Syrak back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Ron? I'm doing great, John. Always good to be back with you. Thank you for saying yes when I ask. Let's start with this. Remind the listener, who may have forgotten, a lot's gone on since, since 2019. Remind listeners how the 2019 Solheim Cup ended up. Well, it was simply one of the most exciting finishes to an event that I- I've ever seen. It was decided by the uh, uh, the last stroke on the last green by the last player left in the golf course. The Suzanne Patterson made a birdie putt to 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 win the hole, win the match, and and win the uh, the Solheim Cup. With about an hour to go, it seemed to be no chance at all for Europe to win. They had to win outright because the U.S. was defending the Cup. A 14-14 tie would have uh, retained the Cup for the U.S. They needed Europe needed to win all three of the last three points. They did that. And uh, um, the putt that Pedersen made, uh, if she had missed it, it had been a 14-14 tie. U.S. would have kept the cup. It was a remarkable finish. Is it fair or unfair to say, Ron, that the Solheim Cup has benefited from all of the Ryder Cup fever? Yeah, you know, when you look at the two events, uh, they are very, very uh, um, similar in the sense that it seems like every year in both the Ryder Cup and the Solheim Cup, the Americans go in as the on-paper favorites, and then everybody finds out that the competition's actually played on grass and not on paper. And, <laughs> and, and it always seems to be uh, a, uh, a, a compelling finish. Uh, look, n- not that long ago, about a decade ago, uh, the Solheim Cup was in trouble because with the emergence of so many great players from Asia, um, um, there was a lot of pressure to uh, to blow up the format and create a uh, 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 a broader international team to go up against the United States. And then there was an incredible competition at uh, Killeen Castle, 2011, in Ireland. And, and again, Europe was down with with no chance at all to win, with about an hour to play, and won two and a half of the last three points. That probably saved the Solheim Cup. Uh, and and I do think that you're right that that tradition of the U.S. against Europe that's in the Ryder Cup has prob- probably helped maintain that format for the Solheim Cup, the U.S. versus Europe. You mentioned um, the American team looks strong on paper. Who do you think shines? Who do you think busts through for, for USA? Well, you know, we got you look at it, and, and the U.S. has, of their 12 players, six of them are in the top 25 in the Rolex rankings, compared to Europe, which has only one in the top 25. Uh, you know, who came through in, uh, in Glen Eagles in Scotland in 2019 were the Corda sisters. Uh, uh, Jessica and Nellie uh, were uh, 3-0-1. Uh, they won uh, both of their foursomes matches. They played one four-ball match, and they halved it. Uh, and uh, you look at the American team, and um, and it began in Scotland. 
uh, it's transitioning to new faces there. I mean, you know, there's no Paula Creamer, there's no Morgan Pressel, no Brittany Lang, no Brittany Lincecum, no Angela Stanford. Uh, instead, you've got the two veterans on the team, or Lexi Thompson, who's like all of 26 years old, <laughs> and Lizette Salas. They both played four Solheim Cups. And then you've got nobody else on the U.S. squads played more than two. And uh, um, uh, so it's Danielle Kang is another one who's, who's probably uh, emerging as a stalwart on the team. Lizette Salas right now has the most points of any anybody in the American team. She's uh, she's uh, her record is six six and two there. Um, U.S. has three rookies uh, on the squad this year, uh, and uh, it'll be Jennifer Cupcho is one of those. You know, we saw Jennifer Cupcho in in Augusta uh, in that first women's am, and uh, she's uh, she's a star in the in the wakings. We're talking with uh, Ron Syrak here on the Augusta Golf Show. You mentioned her name. I, I, I just, there's a part of me, Ron, that just thinks Danielle Kang is is Patrick Reed. I there's something about her. I just I just envision her coming out of this thing as being. I don't know. Can you be Mrs. Captain America? <laughs> Miss Captain you know, America. In, in- in Scotland, uh, uh, on the singles matches uh, uh, on Sunday, um, several of the European players, uh, as they hit, encouraged the crowds to cheer while they were swinging at the ball. And uh, um, one American did that, and that was Danielle Kang. And uh, um, I, the day after that Solheim Cup, I shared a car ride to the Edinburgh airport with Danielle's mom, and she was telling me, uh, Danielle went out in the first singles match of the day, lost to Carlotta Sanganda, one down, and and her mom was telling me how hard Danielle took that. And if you look at it, Danielle started to play, took her game to another level right after that, and it plays has played terrifically in uh, 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 since then. Uh, I do think she's got everything about that Patrick Reed quality. I think that you nailed it there in that comparison. She's very, very feisty. She's the kind of player who can get into the head uh, of the opponents. And uh, uh, I think if you look at the American team, she's probably the one who would emerge as the team leader. Uh, Lizette Salas is, is sort of that way, too, but more in a, in a rah-rah sort of way. Danielle is, is uh, you know, I'll compare Danielle to another Ryder Cup player, Sergio Garcia, hmm. you know. The kind of player that if she's not on your team, you don't like her because she's annoying. But if she's on your team, you like her because you know that she gets under the skin of the opponents. Who um, who do you think shines for the Europeans? Well, you know, they've got, uh, they've got an extreme veteran in Anna Nordquist who's coming in hot. She won the Women's British Open. Uh, she's, this is her seventh Solheim Cup. Uh, you know, she's got a, a 12-9-2 and two record there. Um, uh, Carlotta Singanda uh, and Charlie Hall have both played. Uh, they'll be playing for the fifth time there. Charlie Hall has a really, really strong. She's one of those players, uh, um, you know, like, again, to make a comparison to the Ryder Cup, she's like an Ian Poulter. She, does, she plays way better in these team competitions than she does in regular tournaments. She's got a 9-3-3 and record. Um, uh, two of the big surprises at Glen Eagles were uh, Georgia Hall and Celine Boutier paired together, and uh, they went 3-0-0 in their, uh, in their team cup. They won both of their foursomes matches, and they won their four-ball matches. And Boutier won her singles matches and went 4-0-0. Um, um, I think that, uh, uh, that they're going to have they, – they have a very uh, – 
very, very deep team. While they only have one of the top 25 in the world ranking, um, they have nine of their 12 players are in the top 50. So there's a lot of strong players on that European team. You know, the, the Olympics seem to complicate the Ryder Cup. They don't seem to complicate the Solheim Cup. Well, you know, it, it's it's interesting that um, the women have bought in to Olympic golf uh, in a much more complete way than the men have, and I, I you know, and I think essentially the women have bought into like all of their marquee events in a stronger way, and I think it really comes down, John, to the fact that women are still playing for a fraction of the money men are playing for and still are trying to do everything they can to promote their sport, to promote their leagues, their tours out there, and uh, trying to do, you know, they, they part of why they bought in the Olympic golf was there's no bigger stage in sports than being in the Olympics. They knew it was good for golf, good for the women's game to play in the uh, um, uh, to play in the Olympic golf, and the Solheim Cup is the same thing. None of these top players would, would ever consider uh, skipping on this event. Uh, you know, they they know this is a, this is an important week uh, for the growth of the women's game. Speaking of that, because of a variety of reasons, the schedule has skipped years, missed years, gone different years. Now we're not going to do another Ryder Cup until 2024, right? Uh, the Ryder Cups are now... I'm sorry, go- I'm sorry, Solheim Cup. We're not doing Solheim. another Solheim Cup until 2024. Well, there's, they're going to be... Uh, I believe what they're going to do is, is, is go next year oh. in, in, in Spain and then go back to the even years. Uh, you know, the um, Solheim Cup used to be even years, and then there was the 9-11 Ryder Cup cancellation, and that moved the Ryder Cup to, uh, you know, so, so then the Solheim Cup had to go back to, to, to odd years. But now it's going to go back to uh, even years. But I, I think they're all set up. I know the next one is in, in, in the south of Spain, and uh, I believe they're going to do that next year. And okay. then we'll see 2024 will go back to the even year schedule. He is Ron Syrak. Do you mind if I call you Brooksy? <laughs> you know, uh, 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 how bizarre is all of that? You know, it, it, it just how bizarre is all of that? I, I think one of the high points of the year for me so far is can you stop walking Patrick? You know, that yeah. was a, I thought he was talking to me. I, yes. I, I, how, I thought, how does he know I'm going to the kitchen right now? He is uh, Ron Syrak. Uh, Ron, I always appreciate you taking the time to do this. Thank you, sir. Talk to you down the road, my friend. Oh, that's what I get for not realizing they were playing next year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the Spain thing was already, they were already locked in. And, uh, 